listen, everybody gets to listen to what they want to listen to. I mean, hey, you know what I want to do? Listen, listen, calm down. Gat, could you please give me the mouse? All right, cool. Look at this. I found this cool-ass podcast back when we was in Steelport. It's actually pretty good. It's called Get A Life Podcast. Come on, boss. No, no, no sing-along right now. I'm about to listen to the Get A Life Podcast. Because I want to. Oh, now since Shandy said it, we can do it. Ain't this a bitch? Hey, guys, and welcome to the Get A Life Podcast. I am your host, Bish Loves Mish, and yeah... I'm recording on a new microphone because my old one broke after the previous episode. I don't remember what episode this is because I've lost track and that's really, I've had a long day. I was at a London Anime Con, um, which was an, it was an okay expo, you know, it was reasonable and yeah, but the best thing about it was the tournament. So I think if you're going next year, tournament scene is one of the best I've seen in London and yeah, that's something positive about it. See, I'm rambling on, but yeah, we got a special guest. Introduce yourself, guest. Brief attention, Saints Row, Dead Rising 3, and a cool friend of Mr. Bish. Wow. I like how you say, I like how you say Mr. Bish. It makes me seem formal. Yeah. Yes, it makes you sound eloquent. It makes you like a special secret agent. Oh, It's very good. That's so cool. I wish I was, (laughs) it's like... You have been given this like sort of mission. Oh my god, this is awesome. Oh yeah, Bish is gonna give you a mission. Ah, oh, we're on to something now. Yeah, this podcast is gonna self destruct in like five minutes. I hope not, but no, 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 no. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about like in in the like Mission Impossible, they have that. Exactly, exactly. That would, that would kind of be scary though. People would be like, no, they just throw their phones out the window. <laughs> Cool. They're throwing their tablets and their laptops away, like, no, 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 self-destruct. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Oh, wow. Anyway, I forgot what I was going to say, so yeah, we got Arif. And people normally say, hey, Bish, why don't you give us good guests? I brought you Arif. Yeah. Hey, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And don't you, don't you ever, ever doubt Bish. Bish is on a mission. And it's gonna bring you all the cool shish. See, cussing. I just make it sound like it's the word. You fix it that way. You edit it and you can keep it safe. Oh no, that's fine. This podcast is um, is uh, eighteen plus explicit podcast, which is awesome. Which means you can swear. Okay, so Bish is gonna bring Bish. All right, cool. So so Bish is gonna bring you the mish because he's always got the cool shit. Got it? There it is. Uh. Wow. I like the I like the uh at the end. It was like yeah. Getting us pumped for the episode. Yeah! Anyway, so, you were in Saints Row. Care to kind of elaborate on that? Yes, Pierce Washington is my name and claim to fame, and I've had a lot of fun, man. I've been there since the day one of the first uh, uh, Saints Row that they did, and I was a townsfolk, vice king, and all that type of stuff in the first one, and I I was even a radio DJ, if I remember correctly. And then in part two, uh, Pierce Washington came to life. And thanks to the fans, and this is why I love the Saints Row fans the most, they they know their stuff. They know their stuff. They do their research. A guy hit me up maybe like four months ago and was like, did you know you, you voiced Dex? I was like, no, I didn't. He was like, dude, you voiced Dex in part two. And sure, and 
slowly but surely, I'm through my old contracts and found my my contract, and it did say it. it was, I was like, oh, I totally didn't even know I did that guy. So wow. It's kind of cool. How can yeah. you forget? How can you forget something you recorded? You know why, man? We like, let's say. Uh, uh, Dead Rising Three. Let's just take that for example. Uh, I I did Red in 2011, so the game came out in 2013. There was a lot of life that happened. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. So you've, oh, wow. So you've recorded for a for a game that when the console yes. hasn't been announced for it. So does yes. that put that puts a lot of pressure on you, doesn't it? Because the Xbox well, One hasn't been announced in 2011, so. Exactly. Well, none of us even knew we were going to be uh, uh, an exclusive. So when that happened, we, we got the announcement the same time the world got the announcement at the micro at, at the Microsoft. Uh, what do you call it? When Microsoft made their announcement about Xbox One, then you know we were cool. But it wasn't until the very first. I think it was the the press day of E3 that we found out. I to E3 the day after to attend it, but the actual press day, I I had no idea, and I got this email. In the morning, they were like, "Hey, you are now released from your your non-disclosure agreement. You can say that you're in the game. You cannot talk about who your character is or what the game is in details, but you can tell that you are in the game. And anything you see online, you can kind of you know, reverberate. I can kind of speak on whatever is already public knowledge and move on from that point. So that was that was a way out, man. Uh, it, it was kind of cool to be announced with the Xbox One." Because it is is the so-called future of gaming. I don't own one yet because they're expensive. Uh, <laughs> so Capcom and Microsoft never thought of giving you one. Hey man, uh, you know these thoughts have crossed my mind, but uh, you know I'm just a nice actor that's happy to work sometimes, <laughs> so I don't make a fuss now. <laughs> Maybe if I was a little bit bigger, I'd have threw a hissy fit, but. It, it, it literally was an honor, and, and the character of uh, Red is a little bit bigger in the game than Pierce Washington, mm. just because of the different twi the, the twist and turn of the character and the uh, the lineage of being a uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert of being a psychopath uh, was amazing, I, and it was an honor to do that. And, and even you, you played Saints Row. You know, I don't. I'm not a bad guy. So to play to play a bad guy or a brooding kind of guy was amazing. Wow. It's a good opportunity. Yeah. So out of all of your voice acting kind of career, which one was your favorite role to play? Uh, the uh, I have a I have I have to have to say two. Do you mind? Can I say two? Yeah, no, of course. Okay. Okay, okay, so Marlo Briggs is my favorite game I've ever done because it was all about me. The game was based on the character Marlo Briggs, and I was Marlo Briggs. So for that, I, I you know, it was my very first lead. Like, you know, for, I guess you call him like the, the, the hero of the game or whatever. Mm. That was a big freaking deal. I think the game probably went copper. I don't think it went any. <laughs> it might have sold like 10,000 copies. Mm. But it, it, it was an honor for me, and you know, I got to work with 505 Games and work with Microsoft, so that was really, really cool, you know, trying to further a relationship with Microsoft. But um, Saints Row, I mean, it's, it's no question. I've, 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 
been there for four games, uh, at least 15 DLCs. It, it, it's a big deal, and it's just a, it's an amazing honor. And a little bit of sidebar, Deep Silver UK gave me a shout for my birthday today, so I was very, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, uh, dedicated to these guys forever. <laughs> wow. Well, um, speaking of Saints Row, what do you think of, of how Saints Row has changed over the years? Because, you know, the new Saints Row game, in my opinion, is not the best. And I'm, I'm not into the whole superpowers thing, because for me, it was it was the kind of game that I thought it would rival GTA V. But it was a disappointment to me. So what do you think about it? Well, I, with Saints Row, um, let, let's, let's talk about mainly from part two. Part, you know, Saints Row 1 was, of course, the origin story. It gets you in there. I love Julius Little. I love how the whole fight is with Benjamin, all that type of stuff. And you bring in the Otar at Angle. I thought that was cool. But part two is, I, I really, really like part two. Uh, I was lucky enough to get a copy of all the, uh, the cinematics sent to me as like a disc. And I got to watch it, dude. I watched it like a movie. That thing, that thing was pretty dang dope, dude. Mm. It, it, it definitively felt like a movie. And I understand the passion of a lot of the, of the fans being upset that it, it veered away. But the, the beautiful thing about Saints Row 3 and 4, in, 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 in my humble opinion, is that it was just balls out, crazy. Yeah, you, you remember Digital Underground? That, that hip-hop group, Digital Underground, they had a song called Do What You Like. It felt like that, where it was like, if you want to jump in bed with a buffalo, do what you like. You want to jump butt naked off a mountain, do what you like. <laughs> you want to hang with two fat girls, do what you like. I was like, that's how the, the game felt. Like, whatever you think is crazy as hell, it's in this game. <laughs> wow. You can do it. And like, like you know, it, it, it was... Almost like like one of those uh, classic '80s or '90s uh, 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 films, kind of like like you know Naked Gun and all those kind of thing, where everybody's playing it seriously, mm. but it's a no joke going on. It's a gang of jokes happening, but everybody's playing it as serious as possible. And I think that's what we're doing. Of course, you have your your, your true elements. Johnny Gat is the heart of the gang. Johnny Gat is Daniel Day Kim created a character that is the lifeblood of Saints Row. Yeah, him leaving in part three freed us up a little bit to go gang busters and it'll really on a violent tangent as well as just to do stuff that was more slapstick but still rooted in the in the fact of like we're in pain because our brother died we're gonna, we're gonna kick everybody's ass you, you all are gonna pay for what you did to our to our, to our brother mm -hmm. so i love that kind of element of it and part four the thing that i think a lot of people uh this with vision of it and, and this is this is me i'm not steve jaros i'm not in his head i'm not jason l blair i'm not jeffrey uh, jeffy b uh but from what i got out of it the script was what's the most gangster thing you can do in life aside from taking over buckingham palace being the president of the united states especially when for all intents and purposes you do not deserve this you do not belong in the white house you are a, a puckish rogue, you are a jerk, you are a thug. You should not be here. Your whole gang is a gang and gangs don't succeed. And we took over the White House. <laughs> and we killed and, and we killed uh all the bad guys. And then then also from that, okay, so that's absurd enough. 
But everybody's afraid of two things on this planet right now. Because of all the futurists and because of Area 51. Everybody's afraid of an alien invasion or a zombie outbreak. Those are the only two things. And I think Dead Rising was already being made, so they didn't even go for the zombie outbreak. <laughs> they just went for... Okay, let's let the planet go. And even that was uh, slapstick and crazy. But the, to the root of the question, I think that the core element for the fans, it did get split in half. It got split in half from uh, we want to be serious and we don't want to be serious. So I think part two, I think part three and four are the goofball ones, and part one and two are are the OGs that do go head up against GTA, and they give GTA a lot of problems in terms of like being real and raw deal and they couldn't and no one could fake it and the thing that i loved about saints row that i think the fans got most mad about you tell me what you think uh was that part one and two kept the same and added more characters whereas gta veers off and does different storylines and i think that's why the people got so impassioned because they felt like they were growing with us and i think i think most fans even were growing with us up until maybe like the fifth mission on saints row three well, uh, for me personally, I'm like I said, I'm not a big fan of Saints Row 4 because it was just it was too stupid for me. In, let's be honest, it's yeah. just like um, it's difficult to describe. It's because it's the whole aliens thing, and it's like in a simulation. And I'm just like the first thing that they tell us in school when when we're writing stories, you know, as a kid, they say. Don't write your story as if it's a simulation or a dream, because that would piss off your audience. And to me, that it kind of pissed me off, firstly. And it was just like, ah, oh, really? Aliens? Like, I love Saints Row 3 because it was crazy and because, you know, Professor Genki was like a badass. But, you know, it's just, it's just Saints Row 4 was disappointing in that sense. There were some elements that I liked about it, um, you know, the, the, the dubstep gun. And all of that stuff, but it's just there's some elements I didn't like about it. Like I said, the alien thing, and it's like that effect while you're driving. You know, you can tell it's a simulation because the screen goes weird a bit, and it's all these little things. But but even then, there were certain things I did love about the game, and I'm not gonna lie about it. Like those um, that mission where oh, I forgot it was. Uh, you were singing in the on the to the radio, and you're singing to that song. I forgot mm -hmm. that song that. That uh, woman. Opposite track. Opposite yeah, that's track the one. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. And because my um, my main character had the voice of um, Troy Baker, so it was even more hilarious. Oh. It was just like, <laughs> it's like yeah. you you two as characters go well together. It's just like wow. Mm. I, I I sincerely can say out of a lot of people that I've worked with. Troy Baker from day one was just a blast to be on on set with, just to record with. He's he's very very fun. I mean, you, you see it even with Booker DeWitt and then uh, even with Joel uh, from Last of Us and, and Bioshock. But he's 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 funny dude, man. He's a cool cool spirit, and I think that's why he's had so much freaking success, man. And he can sing he can sing his ass off too. I don't I don't know if, I don't know if you uh where read but like uh, uh they got finished with uh bioshock like in some of their uh developer videos they were showing him and the girls singing that song they put together was was it bioshock or was uh last of, i can't i can't remember which one i think i think it was bioshock like they were singing a song that they ended up putting 
in the dang soundtrack and like now I guess him and his old bandmates are getting together because people forget that dude was in a band that's how he got into voiceover he was recording upstairs from a place and they were like hey look like your voice <laughs> started working I was like what wow well um I have to admit he is uh an amazing voice actor and I, I got that chance to meet him actually really nice guy oh, really yeah, um, really? I was I was at uh, MCM. He came to London for the release of that Batman game, which personally mm-hmm. I wasn't a big fan of, but fine because okay. I'm I'm not a big fan of Batman anyway. Um, but yeah, he, I I because um, he does voiceover in certain Tecmo games like uh, Ninja Gaiden. He's uh, yeah. he plays Ryu Hayabusa, and he's like Kanji Tatsumi from Persona Four. So yeah. you know, I got him to sign some things, and and I like uh, my sister was talking to him, and then. He says some really dark things, as if he was a ninja, like some really depressing things. And then he just comes up with, I am a ninja! And I was like, whoa. Mind, <laughs> mind blown. How can he turn something so dark and depressive and make it so happy? It's just amazing. Because he's Troy Baker. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it's... And, and, and I, think, I, think, I think that's the thing that was so beautiful about Saints Row, uh, in, in terms of like what I've heard from the fans, is that... If, if nothing else, Galician figured out a way of either themselves doing it or allowing their casting people to really put together a dynamic cast that just meshed really well together. Like people that were like ultra talented. I mean, when I found that out, I was like, so how did I get in? <laughs> I was like, how did I get in the door? They're supposed to be ultra talented people. Uh, it, it, I think that's a great thing, man. And, and, um, I, I wish him so much more success man he's, he's doing a lot of animation over here stateside I don't know if it's being broadcast over there but he's doing a lot of injuries all kind of stuff like that and he's just staying busy dude mm. well um, I don't really know what he's up to at the moment because yeah. you know I don't really keep up with that unfortunately because uh, I should be but I haven't uh, been doing that because I've been going to a lot of expos recently and stuff like that so I've been busy and because the microphone <laughs> broke, so, you know, I've been focusing on certain things, and I've been organizing some new episodes, which I really can't say at the moment, because, yeah, yeah can't give that stuff away. But I'm just saying, gotta, you they guys... Got, they gotta stay tuned. Stay they gotta stay tuned, uh, exactly. Stay tuned, stay tuned to Bish with the Mish. Alright, I'm gonna I'm I'm find you the slogan before we're done with this episode. A, I promise you. A slogan? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're going to find you the awesome slogan that's going to play before every telecast. <laughs> oh, man. We, we've actually had a couple from um, different voice actors, actually. So um, KG oh, Tang great. actually came up with uh, Can't Bitch About Bish. That's a nice one. And, uh, oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's... Re- he, wanted to, to, he wanted us to make it into a t-shirt, but, you know. <laughs> that's... You know, I'm not sure. Guys, would you buy a t-shirt that says that? Honestly? I don't know. I wouldn't, because... I am Bish, and it would just be kind of awkward. Me wearing a t-shirt hey. with my name on it. Yeah. yeah. No, anyway. It would be, be super awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, because in all honesty, people are like, what? I don't understand. Who's Bish? And, you know, because people hasn't, haven't seen me in real life. And even now, as we're recording, oh. even now as we're recording, I'm not recording as, as a, it as a, um, a video thing, because no one has ever seen me. Oh, mysterious. That is amazing. That gives that gives you a lot of anonymity. Yeah, I'm kind of like um, Daft Punk. Yeah, like Daft Punk. 
Yeah. Wow. I wish I could be like Daft Punk. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you like their music? Oh, I love their music. You know. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember when they first came out? They had uh, those animated videos. How old? Like, you, how how old do you? How old do you think I am? To be honest. I think you're like 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 21. Like 21. No, I'm not. Guess again. Okay, 28. No. All right, let's not get into it. Let's let's keep our let's keep our age timeless like the ladies do. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, I'm actually 19. But... Oh really? Yeah. You got a great voice, bitch. Oh thanks, thanks. You have a ve- you have a very seasoned voice, man. I'm not saying that because we're taping it. To say that without a taping. Hey guys, bitch is gonna be a freaking legend before it's all over because the guy is young and he's already found his voice. I wasn't able to be this cool and clear at 19. I was more like. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Lol. I had a Joey Tribbiani kind of thing going on. <laughs> oh my god. Well, um, I started doing this whole podcasting thing at 15, so at first I was wow. just like, hey guys, you know what I mean? Like some screechy voice. And then after a while, you kind of grow into it and it, it consumes you. It's kind of scary. It's like a virus. Oh. <laughs> it's a good virus, as long as it doesn't itch. Uh, well, I, I hope not, because if it does, then I need to sort that out, um, but yeah, I've been, been doing it since I was 15, and after a while, I, I've actually had people saying they like my voice, which is awesome, um, some some really weird people sometimes, but I don't want to dwell on that, because it's kind of creepy. Oh no. Yeah, I'll tell you after, actually, because... I don't want I don't want listeners okay. to find out because they might just join in and creep yeah, me exactly. out just for the hell of it. Yeah, I no, don't no want creepy, I, I don't want that really. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. We, we went from games and Saints Row to to creepy voices and creepy people. So anyway, um, <laughs> regarding Saints Row, how did you get into Saints Row? Like, what what was the process from being cast to actually voicing Pierce? Uh, actually, I came in with Shandy. So, with some dude he was fucking not. <laughs> I actually came in, uh, the traditional audition route. Uh, I like telling this story. Uh, a gentleman named Douglas Kerrigan, they used to work over at me, uh, started teaching me how to, uh, like, well, not teaching me, but helped me make a voiceover demo and helped me, uh, find my voice, uh, for different characters and how to just have a their concentration that I was already doing improv and already doing on-camera acting so I worked with him and then he diversified he left from doing stuff with Disney and started his own production company and when the opportunity for Saints Row came up if I'm, if I'm not mistaken I auditioned for it and then like a month later got a phone call hey they want to have you in and I went in that and I like I told you, I did those vice kings and stuff like that and then he brought me back to do the radio DJ and I was like hey that's cool I got like two checks. That is that's cool. So uh, we did that, and then part two came up, and I think I read for some other characters. I was like, oh, I worked in that game already. Cool. So I read for some characters. I didn't really think too much about it because I was so uh, trying to do my on-camera stuff. And then uh, I got a phone call. I went in. They're like, okay, so you're gonna be Pierce Washington and this and that. And I, I literally just approached it like a regular acting job. Like, okay, we'll do it, and then we'll leave. I still hadn't been I, I hadn't been privy 
to the fact that video games had expanded past Ridge Racer for PlayStation 1. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that video games had gone past Dig Dug and uh, Spy Hunter, like the original ones back in the day uh, that you would have in your art. I, I thought everything was still kind of like, you know, Street Fighter, Alpha uh, X, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that things had gotten big. It wasn't until part three when we were in there and we were really doing the characters and really going all the way out with it that I realized that uh, the games had so much substance and there was so much going on. Because I still, I, like, I had an Xbox Elite and I kept getting the ring. Yeah, so I didn't screw it. So I was just kind of rolling around with my, uh, my PlayStation 2 and my, and my truck and using it as a, either a DVD player or playing like a like Atari Museum or uh, uh, Namco uh, Classics. And sometimes, like I said, playing like, you know, Need for Speed, Need for Speed 2 and stuff like that. Uh, and I, I like doing more of the racing stuff, so I didn't know that that there was like the mid and stuff yet. So I, I, I'm just privy, because like I said, man, um, I kind of I kind of goofball fell into all of this and I'm uh, very, very proud and uh, I feel like exceptionally privileged that I got into Saints Row, to be quite honest. Mm. Okay. So, um, in regards to Pierce Washington, what what did they tell you? Was there any sort of guidelines they had to follow to to produce his voice? Or well, the, in, in voiceover, we have a uh, there's a little thing that a lot of like I guess I guess you call them veterans, I guess uh, uh, directors and even engineers and they trickle down to the actors. We do it's called an ABC take. So like you say the law, it's three different ways. So, you know, like, hey, man, Shandy ain't nothing. Hey, man, Shandy ain't nothing. Hey, man, Shandy ain't nothing. They'd be like, okay, we like take A. Let's try to build on that. And then through the course of your session, if things into a good rhythm and, and you, you have a good ear, you start going with that voice. And that's how we, we end up doing Pierce like that. And uh, Pierce is basically based on me with, a, with an excessive amount of swagger. So it, it, it became cool, you know what I'm saying? There's some stuff, man. There's some stuff, man, that you've heard it in the game. In part three, did you did you get a chance to listen to some of the commercials I made when you're driving on your missions? The the sheer commercials that I've made had me on the floor almost in in stitches uh, and, and bellied over. Like, hey, you're a man of and you want to have a great condom, use platinum condoms. Or like, you know, like, or wear a blazer that's bulletproof and, and, and you know, uh, bare-fisted knuckles. You can knock a bitch out. Like, like what? I'm getting paid to say this. Wow. How loud? Are you crazy? This is crazy hell. This is dope. So it's like, with with, with, with writing like that, you know, like, that that was the, that was the era of uh, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Bulowski and, uh, and, but, but Drew. Holmes and Steros mainly that was them like writing this stuff and dude they just just off the cuff way out stuff that you cannot believe is on the page and then they had the nerve to say Aretha if it doesn't feel natural say whatever feels natural and I'm like you you can't give me artistic license like that because what happens is you get every single element of me in high school you get every single part of me in in your eyes, all the stuff when I didn't care, when my parents weren't around, or when I weren't, when I wasn't around adults that mattered. I just say crazy wrong stuff. So I, I it, it's, it's crazy, man. And, I, and, and Pierce, uh, Pierce feels like he's either like like an older brother or that cousin that comes to visit you, and you're always excited to hear what they're gonna say because it's like, oh my god, you better cover, you better uncover your ears because this dude's gonna say some shit. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> I, I like the analogies that you, you say. It's like, damn, I can relate to that. That's quite cool. Thank you. Like, I can, I can actually literally relate. I, I can relate to Pierce as a character. Like, really, I don't know why, but there's just certain elements about him. He's just too. He's kind of goofy. He's got that. Like you said, he's got that swagger, and you know he's he's, he's pretty cool. Like for me, I think he's one of my favorite characters in Saints Row. Thank you very much. Because um, I know me me and my cousins always have this debate about it because he's like a big Saints Row fan, and he's only like uh, twelve. Surprisingly. Oh my god. Yeah. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it it was kind of awkward when um you know when. The dildo. The dildo. Yeah, yeah, that's the dildo that. Him, like, oh, oh my god! god. And he was about like ten at that time, and I was like, I'm not gonna explain what this is because, for certain reasons, and it yeah. was oh my god! And it was just like the way like he, like uh, my other cousin just asked him, oh, do you know what that is? And he was like, yeah, of course I know what it is. It's a purple baseball bat. Duh! And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Everybody in the room was like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Don't say anything. Yeah, don't figure it out. Yeah, don't no. don't don't tell your mum. Don't. <laughs> you know, that's that's how it was. Um, but yeah, I, to this day, I, I hope he doesn't know what it is. <laughs> but moving on, because you know, kids. I, you know person... what? Let, let me expound on that. The, have you seen the YouTube video of the kid that explained what Saints Row Three was? Like, no. But, Three days after the game came out, this kid is like nine, dude, like nine years old. And I mean, he describes the story in such vast detail that you're like, whoa. But the cool thing is, his dad is filming him doing it. So it's like, okay, if it's a bonding thing, I don't mind. Like, you remember, like, you know, the old, like, well, well, maybe, I don't know if they do it over in England, but like, the way that it is in the South, out here in America, and, you know, like, you usually want to have your first sip of beer with your dad. Like, that's kind of, like, that, that. that's a stereotypical, I don't know if that's true, but a stereotypical thing. Like, if my son's going to drink, I want him to have his first drink with me. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. But for me, uh, uh, I, I always laugh about that. Like, you know, this new kid, he signed an autograph for one of my wife's co-workers when Saints Row III came out. I was like, wait a minute. Are you sure your son likes this game? They were like, dude, he's all in the game. This kid was, like, 10 going on 11. And I was like, uh, oh, okay, I don't mind signing it, but this is so weird for me. <laughs> mm, I can see what you mean. <laughs> you know, and I was like, so I was like, have you sat in, have you sat there with him? And they were like, no, his dad sits with him. I'm like, okay, can, can you go sit in and just sit with him? So the next day she's like, hey, yeah, it's a lot of vulgarity, but it's a whole, it's rooted in humor. So it's no worse than Beverly Hills Cop or, uh, you know, uh, a lethal weapon or even, uh, a diehard, and when she said it, like, I was like, oh, okay, so I don't have to really be too ashamed, because, you know, you, you get nervous when you're around kids, like, oh, I've done Neopets, what else have you done? Nothing that you would know. You should play Connect Sports. Go, little kid. Because <laughs> you don't want to be the one that introduces them to the suffering. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I don't want I don't want to throw them in the middle of Dead Rising 3 at a t- as a 10-year-old. No. I kind of the- it's scared. I'm like, uh, there's a lot going on here, but I'm not anybody. I'm only my kids' parents. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I see what you mean. And it, and, and I've told I, I've told people as well. I, I know, be, be, you know, in your journeys, you somehow touched upon the fact of like, hey, dude, 
if you don't want your kids to play, to play the game, look at the freaking ER, EE, what is it, ERSB. Look at that. That's it's there for a reason, dude. Don't complain to me. Don't complain to the video game maker. Do your job, dude. Do your job. <laughs> well, the, you have a point there because there's a lot of people, um, you know, they buy their kids games like GTA and Saints Row and then, and then they just bitch about it and they're like, oh man, this made my kid violent and whatever. I was like, really? Well, you should have seen the rating and said, oh, this is 18 or this is rated mature. I should really think twice about buying my child this game, especially at this age. You, you want to hear what's, what's way out? Mm. More parents will go online and research by and a remote from Logitech than they will to research the game they just bought their kids. Oh, here's $60. Or here's, uh, like, you know, 59 francs. It's like, no, no, fool. You don't do that. You, you look at it the same way you buy those shoes off that shoe website. Take your time. Research. Make sure you're getting the best value. What do these ratings mean? <laughs> yeah. That, like, as as I said, like, you raise a. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no! As as you said, you do raise a good point, and it's something that, you know, I I can't say that parents don't care. It's just some parents don't don't realize that sometimes, uh, especially because over here, and you know over there, the ratings can be really confusing. Let's be honest, the rating system yeah. is yeah. not the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with games over here, because there's some games, like, we'll take Call of Duty as an example. That game's rated 18 until recently, but it's so, it's kind of stupid, the fact that this game is rated 18, but you can join the army at 16. Oh, in Europe so, you can join the army at 16? Well, in the UK, yeah. It's, it just doesn't make sense, like, you can oh, go wow. and do that in real life, and but you can't do it in a video game until you're 18. You so, know what's weird? I, I, I didn't know that. Like, I know over here you have to be 18 to join the military and to vote, and you have to be 21 to drink. You can smoke at 18, so you can have cancer. You're not messing with your liver until you're grown. <laughs> so, like, well, no, it's way, it's way out. There's, there's a lot of but things over here that you can't... Oh, that, that's my phone. Don't worry. I'm sorry about that. Oh, I thought, <laughs> that, I thought that was your cat. I was like, wow. Cat's recording with us as well. That's quite cool. <laughs> no. Pierce Washington uses a cat sound to know where all the kittens are doing. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound too cool either, does it? <laughs> it, it it's my ring. So that my, so I know it's my phone and not my wife's. <laughs> wow. It, it now now that it, it, it become, it's become so annoying in my household that I love it now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> to my kitty person. <laughs> wow. It's the, it's the greatest icebreaker ever. It's like, ah. What is that? That's my ringtone. And then they're like, wait a minute, that doesn't look right for you. Why? Because I'm a black man with a great ear? What, what are you trying to say? Nothing? Yeah, so I thought about that. <laughs> well, it, my ringtone's kind of boring, but it's just the standard iPhone ringtone, unfortunately. Hey, nothing's wrong with that. Oh, nothing's you... wrong with that. What's the weirdest... What's the what's the weird ringtone you had? Uh, the weirdest ringtone I had was um, uh, it's the it's the Legend of Zelda theme song. Yeah. It's weird because when you're when you're like in a crowd of people or something and your phone rings, and then you yeah. and it's just like oh uh, yeah that's my phone and and like they're not necessarily gamers or whatever, so they don't get the oh. reference. 
Um, and personally, oh. I've never played The Legend of Zelda, so yeah. it's kind of weird for me as well. I, like, I just like the theme song, and yeah, especially if there is a Legend of Zelda fan out there, he's like, oh, nice ringtone, he's like, oh, did you play this game? I'm like, yeah, I never played Legend of Zelda, I just like the song. You know what, it, 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 it's not a problem because there's so many games out there. It's like, it, it's not possible, but it's kind of weird to have played everything. Mm. But I will say, my my weirdest ringtone in a crowd of uh, predominantly, you know, kind of upper class people uh, for an event, and then the Pussycat Dolls, when I grow up, I want to be famous, went, went off on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him like, what? When I grow up, I want to be famous. I want to be a star. I want to be in movies. <laughs> and I walked off. <laughs> wow. Like, I said, me, Pierce Washington is, is very close to my heart. <laughs> really wow, I, I could like. see that. <laughs> they should probably put that in the next Saints Row game. That would be awesome, but I have not been attached or called or told anything about the next one. At least with the last ones, like we kind of knew what was going on and we were around from conception and even they would say, like, hey, we're in the studio with but I've heard nothing. I've seen pictures of Jay Moore uh, doing video game stuff with Saints Row and some other people. And I was like, when it all boils dead, oh, dude, I have four of them. That's a big freaking deal. <laughs> that in itself. So I was like, and I've well, never been killed off. So it's cool. Well, you know, because you haven't been killed off. There's still, of course, if there is going to be a Saints Row game, because you never know, they, it, they're still probably in development. Or, yeah. or because you never know, they could be in development and then say, "Oh no, we're just scrapping this game. We don't want yeah, them to exactly. release it now or whatever." Because if we're gonna think about it like that, Saints Row, the uh, Saints Row Four came out in 2013, so that means yeah. they must have been developing this game, uh, like may maybe like uh, for Saints Row. If if there is ever gonna be a Saints Row Five, I'm guessing they would want to release it on consoles like the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. So. They would need a lot more time to, yeah, to kind of develop for that. So I'm not surprised if if Saints Row Five would ever come anytime soon. I don't think it will, to be honest. Yeah. Now a answer me this: Did you uh, have have you played it all the way through? Did did you complete it? No, unfortunately, I haven't completed Saints Row Three or Saints Row Four, but I've completed two. But but yeah, I've completed. I think two is the only one I've completed. I haven't played one. Yeah. But three and four, um, three was just amazingly crazy for me. But four, I just was like, no, I'm, I don't want to play this game anymore. I couldn't at take it end, seriously. At, at the end of four, a, a couple of kids uh, uh, on on your side of town and some people on my side of town have said they shown me screenshots that said something like uh, "see you in 2015" or like you know, like little kind of cryptic uh, hint, hint kind of uh, man. Just like, yeah, part five, 2015. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, that's dope. And like, they keep asking me, like, so what's up, man? Give us the goods. I'm like, dude, I literally don't know. Mm. Oh, of course. I, we... The last thing, my last communication with Valition was was uh, Christmas cards. <laughs> like, I gave them, I gave them all Christmas cards. That was about it. Well, to be honest, like, voice actors don't get told about these things until it's time to record. You know yeah, but you know what? We act, we actually have a better relationship than anybody else uh, with Volition. I think. I, I I personally think Troy Baker has a great relationship with everybody, but Reef Engine 
a good relationship with Volition. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I've kind of known what was going on in the past. So uh, I, I, I digress back to it's been fun. I, I, I have no complaint. And everybody seemed to like the, the, the DLC for when it's how the Saints saved Christmas. Uh, and uh-huh. that, was, that right there was cool enough. Oh, man. That actually exists? Yes. No yes. way. That was the coolest thing, man. We were sitting up. And if, and if I remember correctly, we were bouncing names off of, uh, uh, for, for it. And I think I said that name out loud. And everybody was like, oh. But I can't prove it, nor do I care. I'm just honored that, you know, that it, that, that, that idol happened. But that idol is freaking sweet. <laughs> the Saint Safe Christmas. That sounds like one of those cheesy, like, films from, like, it the was. 80s. Yeah. No, no, no. It was like a... Like a film from like fifties, like like with Abbott and Costello, like oh. if I'm not mistaken, like 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 you know, uh, like how somebody say Christmas or something like that. So it, it was just a good idea, and man, it kind of blew mind. Did they say? Santa? I, but but, but the, I think so. Well, the, the whole idea of it is that Santa after the, after the Earth was destroyed because of Saint Row Four, whatever, like that. Uh, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Uh, because of the Earth being uh, destroyed, you know what? I didn't know what that was at first when I would read people's stuff, and then I finally figured it out. They're like, "Hey, dude, what if I haven't had the money, or I was incarcerated, and I went to buy the game? I'm sorry, YouTube already put it up, but at least they said." Spoiler alert! I was like, "You know what? You're right." <laughs> so I start saying, "I start saying spoiler alert to save you. Maybe you can go duck and cover and hide." Um, so uh, uh, the, the game is like like where since the Earth got destroyed because of Zinyak, Santa had nothing else to do because Santa is like a mythological character and he's not really attached to the planet the same way that a human being is. So he lived on and he has no one to be nice for, so he kind of go, makes him go crazy or something like that. And now it's like Shandi comes back to us in a time machine telling us like, hey, Guys, we gotta save Santa because this mofo has turned into like the biggest, baddest mofo in the galaxy. And like he's trying to enslave people with candy cane, pimp slaps. Like this is crazy. Like I didn't get a chance to play it, but this is supposed to be like all kind of crazy stuff like that. And it basically boils down to the boss gotta save Santa, so at least the galaxy be in tune. While they're on a special ship built like the uh, uh, like like some out of Battlestar Galactica cruising around the galaxy because the Earth is destroyed and we got a, a, a fly ass uh, armada type of cruiser uh, that we that we got from Zinye. So it was crazy. Wow. That, wow. The fact that even Santa Claus just turns like crazy. That's just wow. I, it's epic. It is. <laughs> epic. It sounds really epic, but. I don't know. I wouldn't want to see Santa Claus like that in real life. I think I would be like depressed if I saw that. Hey man, hey man, it, it, if Santa Claus got upset, I just I'd make him some cookies, man, and then sprinkle weed in him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how hey, you hey. say it straight out. Hey ho, ho ho ho. Okay, calm it down, buddy. Calm it down. I got I got Mrs. Claus some negligee, and we got her. You want some of that insanity workout? PX ninety, dude. You're not gonna even recognize her. Oh Take my a look. Sip, sip a little of this THCT. Calm down, dude. Calm down. <laughs> wow. I think so far this is just the craziest episode of the podcast, and I love it. <laughs> this is 
Santa Claus with weed. This d dude. <laughs> I think if he was smoking dope, then then he wouldn't be able to to, to go to all those houses that Christmas. It would be odd, wouldn't it? <laughs> or it could explain why he eat, why the kids leave like cookies and milk out for him. He's got hey, the munchies. Yeah. Yes. Why they leave chocolate chip cookies? Why he comes through your me? Why he's putting stuff in your stockings? <laughs> like, this makes so like, much dude, sense. Dude. Like, 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 he's in a groove. He's he's like an idiot. He's in a groove. His high is perfect. Please don't kill my vibe. Please don't kill my vibe. So he just comes in. Does he doesn't leave? I don't need to talk to you, dude. Please don't kill my vibe. <laughs> That's Santa Claus. That's that's he, the true. Things that were reindeer secret. that can fly. <laughs> oh no, I I don't think that yeah. they're, they're just reindeer. I I don't know, you know. I don't know what Santa Claus is saying, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Another thing is, uh, we said this on the podcast before. That uh, spoiler alert: Santa Claus doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And I, no, I, no, 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 no! Santa Claus does exist, yeah. man. He just help. He just helps out kids that don't have their families, and then the families that have families take care of all the toys. Ixnay on the no Santa. <laughs> See, I, I love how you say that. It's, it's so innocent the way you say that. But to be honest, Santa Claus doesn't exist, and it's Saint, Saint Nicholas. Saint Nicholas doesn't doesn't exist, and we're sorry that. Wait, he wait, no! Saint Nicholas existed, but Santa Claus. Yeah didn't yeah you know like the myth yes. of santa claus yes it's kind of it's kind of cold up there by the by the uh red pole by the, by the North pole. yeah kind of, cold. of course it was really freezing and even then like there's no one like where's he gonna shop for food and stuff like he can't live there unless he eats penguins uh, no no what it is is you don't want to hear the dark side of, of, of santa Oh, I, I, I want to hear the dark side of Santa. Having, 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 he has to kill venison for meat. Uh -huh. Aww. And, he, and, 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 it's, and it's not just reindeer. There's, there's, there's cows up there. Arctic cows have to lose their life for dinner. And there's a lot of, there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of sardines being killed because elves don't eat a lot. They need food that's more their size. No, <laughs> you just you just ruined. <laughs> little pepper, little peppermint and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> oh man, you're ruining it for all those kids that aren't watching at the moment. <laughs> we told you it was 18 plus. What yeah. are you doing? We told you. We, we warned you at the beginning of the show <laughs> that it's 18 plus. Exactly. So, if you listen, read the ratings. So, oh, those are the parents that don't read the video game ratings. Now we're on to something. Yeah, they don't. They don't read the ratings. But so they, it's okay. But they they are my main viewers, so I can't argue. Keep on watching Good. the podcast, little kids. Yes, yes. And the more you know, <laughs> I'm such a great role model. Duh. Yeah. Of course. Um, no, but seriously, uh, if there's kids watching this, just yeah, don't don't disregard watch. it. Disregard what we said. Don't disregard it. Just pass it on to your parents and let them enjoy. You know, while you yes. go and do some homework. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. The school Pick up those grades. School. Yeah, exactly. School Pick up the grades so you, so you get the games. Get the games. Get the games for your grade. See, uh, one thing... That, that's one thing, um, like, uh, I had while I was growing up, like, you do well in school, you get a brand new game. 
Yes. That was awesome. And I think, like, more, like, I, you know, I don't want parents to do that because it's going to make their kids more, like, like brats, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, you think so? I think if you work hard, it'll be cool. No, no, I, in the sense that they, they, what, what if one day, you know, the parents can't afford it or whatever? It's, and those kids will just be like, where the fuck is my video game, bitch? I'm like, hey, no, I'm yeah. so <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I don't want exactly. parents to be in trouble because of that. So think think about it. What you what you're gonna do, parents? Um, it, it's your choice at the end of the day. But it, give them some sort of incentive to do better at school because in the end of the day, school is a very important thing. You know. Yeah. It should. That that, that that's the most important thing. Get an education. So you have something to fall back on. That's the that's the old school saying. So you have something to fall back on. Yeah, in, just in case you you don't you don't do well in your voice acting career, you have something yes. to fall back on. Yeah. So exactly. Or or in case uh, you want to be something and you're like, yeah, I want to do this, but then you realize, oh no, I'm not really good at it, or or exactly. whatever, whatever reason you have, like you say, you have something to fall back on, and it's it's better in terms of life and stuff, you know. Yes. Education it will help you out, not just uh, in like in terms of jobs and stuff. But I don't know why I'm saying this because I'm rambling on, and people that are, <laughs> people that are listening to this, are, like I said, are not kids, so they don't really don't really care. Do your homework, kids. Go to your. Home. <laughs> I always wanted to say that, but hey, get out of here. Go to your room and download the podcast. Dang it! <laughs> the thing is, I always want to say that kind of thing, like. Tim, go to your room, or something like that. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm too young to be saying these kind of things. So, to tell your tell your nephews. Oh, I, I, I don't have any nephews, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, tell, cousins, tell cousins and, and little kids down the street. Hey, you, hey, you. Take well, your butt to your room and do your homework. Well, <laughs> I, I do live next to two schools. I'm surrounded by oh. two schools, so I I could just scream out. I just open the window and like, hey, go back and do your homework. You should. I do that at, 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 at like five minutes after school is dismissed every day. Take your butt in your house and do your homework. I'm, I'm <laughs> Rush probably, home. I'm probably gonna get arrested. Mm-mm. Do it from the roof and kind of hang low with, with with a bullhorn. Take your butt home and do your homework now. Bitch, the Mitch loves kids. <laughs> Don't say stuff like that because it makes me seem. <laughs> It makes you seem so creepy, and that, that's something. <laughs> no, you, no, no, they, no, no. It, it, it sounds just, they're like they're just they're just gonna snipe me off the roof, like oh, uh, target down. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Please don't! Please don't! He, he he loves the kids in the right way, not the other wrong way. Okay, calm down, everybody. Get the hostage negotiator. <laughs> wow! So get off the roof. Yes. Uh, that's what. That's pretty much what it's gonna be like. Um, yeah. Anyway, right. this is really random. I like yes. it. I really do. Uh, oh man, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh yeah, parents and video games. Um, as you are a parent, um, when would you introduce your children to Saints Row? Do you think? Uh, if. If the babysitter doesn't accidentally show them uh, anything, then I think like eh, junior high, so they can kind of poke, they can hopefully poke their chest out, kind of proud that hey, 
no matter what, you may want to think about taking my lunch money. My dad is kind of cool. You don't want any problems, do you? <laughs> mm. So hopefully that can happen. But if if not, then uh, you know I, I think like thirteen, like like yeah, in their teens, it'll be safe enough. Because okay. they're going to be hearing the words at school anyway, right? Mm. Well, of like, course. Yeah. So it shouldn't be too deep. And then uh, and when it comes to the, to the dildo bats, uh, maybe 15. <laughs> 16. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. My, my kids play Disneyland Resort on Connect right now. I'm happy with that. <laughs> and well. Dance Central. And, da- and like Dance Central and uh, Dance Dance and stuff like that. Dance so. Central is a, a nice game. I'm not yes. gonna lie. I love that game. It, it gets... Cardio, you get a cardiovascular workout, don't you? <laughs> yep. Well, I, I get a, I get a workout just by walking to the shop and back, but... Oh. <laughs> let's just say I, I don't like walking a lot, you know? Yeah. I, get, I just get out of breath. I just, I walk to the car and I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't exercise. Uh, the most exercise I do is with my thumbs when I'm playing video games. Hey, man. At least you're working something out. Yeah, yeah. Finger exercises. Yes. Uh-oh, we're changing subject subject matter now. Let's not do that. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> My mind stays in the gutter. <laughs> okay. There, uh, there once was a man from Kentucky. He used to carry a bucket. He found a young miss and then... No, I won't, go, I won't go further. I'll let it go. <laughs> in case my kids are walking by, that changed their life. <laughs> Just the, the innocent minds, just like oh no. Yeah, it's it's kind of like when you go online and you're looking for something innocent, and then you're like, oh, it's The Simpsons. What does it say? Marjack's freaky, and then you end up with some sort of crazy anime porn. Uh, it's The Simpsons. Uh, your whole your whole thought process is ruined. You're like, oh god, your your childhood is ruined. It's like when when you yeah, just... you're like, okay, that's not what I wanted to see. <laughs> so just. Like, you need to see a lot of it, you're just like, ah! You walk away from it, like, no! You just punch a computer in, in the screen. Yeah. Like, damn um, it! I didn't want to see that, that, that happened to me with anime. Like, there was a couple of times, like, you know, uh, Showtime, uh, cable, it's a cable service, uh, used to show, uh, like, anime, like, you know, or either, was it Showtime or was it uh, Stars? One of them would show anime on the weekends, and it was always hella late, which I never under. It was always like 11 o'clock or 12 midnight. Like, you know, like, how am I supposed to stay up and actually grasp the story? So you end up popped up on Coca-Cola trying to stay up watching it. And it was like some of those, like, the, the real anime, not the ones that us in the States, like, we would see ones in, like, cartoons in the States. It was all nice, kind of hunky-dory or whatever. This was like, you know, people in the shower, people, like, real kissing and stuff. I was like, I wanted to see robots transforming and fighting and guns. What is this? Not that I was a prude or anything like that, but it was just the fact that, like, that's not what I was prepped for when I came to hmm. watch an anime cartoon. I'm now always prepared. I've always prepared. <laughs> just Optimus Prime in the shower and like, oh, God. Yes, yeah, like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prime taking, taking, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. He's, he's taking a, uh, a Cybertronian shower like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, R.C. I'm having a rec- I'm having a recall, a digital recall. Oh yeah, Energon love. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you'd be like, uh, okay, I need to wash my brain out with soap now. <laughs> uh, Live long and take this energon all up in your tailpipe, RC. <laughs> oh, no, no. Grimlock, light your gears. Give me gear. No, no. <laughs> Well, you've just, you've just ruined Transformers for everyone. In all honesty, I started it off though. Alright, let's just ruin Thundercats. Thunder, Thunder, Thunder from down under. Uh, it stays in the gutter, yeah, at like 65 miles per hour. Well, I, I think, in all honesty, Thundercats was before my time. Oh man, you gotta look at the new one. The new one is actually awesome. Uh, you should go. Dude, I don't watch cartoons anymore. Oh, you owe it to yourself. I mean, literally, Cartoon Network did a great job. Like, I got rid of cable because I I can't, I, I, I hated paying one hundred and twenty dollars a month to have internet and channels that I barely watched. But it was like as soon as it came out, it was one of those moments where I felt so horrible that I, I couldn't watch it all the time. Because it was well done and it had uh, the update was just good. But if you look at the old ones on YouTube, you will laugh your ass off. You will literally laugh your ass off. It's just some of the stuff that goes down in a cartoon is, is diabolically hilarious. Like, I, I think it's unapologetically hilarious in that somebody was, sip, was sipping some of Santa's tea, that THC tea I told you about. I think they were sipping some of that mm. in some of the writer sessions because. It, it, it was buck wild. It was buck wild. Well, a lot of uh, cartoons from from back in the day had a lot of raunchy humor and things like that. And uh, now it's not like that anymore. Like there was a lot of innuendos back in yes. the day. Yes. And in, in, intelligent innuendos too, right? Yeah. But now they don't. They don't want to tread on that kind of that land because you know it is quite dangerous to do so. Yeah, well, no, they do tread on it, but there, there's a blatant lack of strategy. I think that's a, I think that's a grandiose way of saying it. Mm. There's a blatant lack of, of strategy amongst most people. You know, like the setup, the the misdirect. Like, let me misdirect this joke so that it doesn't offend anybody. But whoever gets it, they'll get it and they'll laugh at it because you know it's either in your face or there's a lack of most of the time now and. and, and in, in some animation that I've seen, especially as of late, there's there's some stuff you know without saying any names where I'm just like, dude, that's not even really funny, dude. It's not. You really must have naked pictures of somebody because this show should be off, off the air. Because it's like eh, whatever. <laughs> but all the kids love the t-shirts and they have all the toys and you're like, whatever, dude. <laughs> like I, I make my kids look at like old GI Joe those with me like, oh, you want to see cool cartoons? Sit down with Danny. Let's watch the legend, the legend of Zartan. <laughs> well, well, we never had GI Joe over here, unfortunately. Yeah, we had Action yeah. Man, but Action Man never had oh. a TV show. Oh no, that's not good. Yeah. Well, Action Man was pretty much the equivalent of of GI Joe, um, uh -huh. but you know, because we're we're in the UK, so because you know, GI yeah. Joe was all like a real American America. hero, America. Yeah, like, yeah, America. America. <laughs> How did, you, how did you like? Did you, did you get a chance to use the America gun? The America gun is kind of crazy. The Saints Row, the, like like th that's one thing in part four that I will say. Dubstep gun and the America gun in this. I prefer the dubstep gun. Human Eagle uh, Jet is crazy. Oh, the dubstep gun is just like 
you want one in real life. I, I well, swear to you. No, that, that, I, I would love to have one. I, I mean, I'm not a violent person like that, but I mean, if I had to, if I had to take somebody out, I would love to be able to do a two step to it. <laughs> Like, well. let me get my boogie on while you die. Boom, boom, back. <laughs> but there, there is, um, well, they, they've actually produced the props for it in real life. They have, like, the mini ones that they were doing for the uh, pre-orders. And, yes. of course, the, the massive one for the million-dollar edition of the game. Yeah. Which was crazy. Um, one of my I, friends... I, I wonder who got that. I wonder who got that game. I'm not... Did, did someone thing. actually buy it? That's what I want to know. Man, I, I... If someone did, I'm, I'm highly impressed at the... The ability to afford it, number one, and then I'm also impressed that they didn't brag on it, because I would be bragging every day. Look what I got! Look what I got! Did you oh. see Hang? Did you see Hangover? Well, no, I didn't see Hangover. Oh, you never saw the Hangover? I haven't seen any of the Hangover films. Oh man, you got to see the very first one. I, I, I can't go with the joke because it won't make any sense. So, uh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, it was a direct reference. Well, regarding the the million dollar edition, is it's like oh that that big dubstep gun. Like um, there was a couple of people from um, I can't say which company they're from because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But yes. some guy I know, that, let's just call him Aaron Cooper. That's his real name, by the way. Um, he was uh, tweeting, like he was tweeting a picture with like the life size dubstep gun. I was like, oh my god, I want one. But you know, I think um, ah, Deep Silver lent it to him for oh, like wow. for like promotional services and stuff like just to promote the game and blah 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 in in certain stores and whatever. I'm not sure though, but I think he had to give it back though. I'm not. He, I think he was really sad about it. But dubstep guns so cool to be honest. And even then, I in terms of the million dollar edition, ah, there's it's 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 you know it's a good. I think it's good value for money in terms of what you get. Yes. Like you get, go ahead. You get to spend like a week. I'm not sure if it was like a week in Dubai, like an you know, like a week in all of these crazy places. You get to go for like a hostage slash thingy situation, whatever. You get like a car. You get like two cars. It's crazy. And half of these cars tend to be like a couple hundred thousand anyway. Yes, and I th I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if it was a trip to space was in there or not. So. I, I, I think I think it was, man. And I was just like, this is a lot of stuff going on right here, dude. Yeah, and I was, was, like, I, was I was thinking that exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's proper exciting, but wouldn't they lose money by by doing this? this... No, but you got to think. You got to think about it. When you put it all together, it's supposed to be like a value deal, mm. kind of. It's like, like when you like four or more to Disney to a Disneyland park, you get more for it. You get more for your for your book. So that's probably why. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I mean, in terms of the Deep Silver, you know, they will be losing money doing oh. this. Y you would think so, but you know, Deep Silver got pockets, man. Koch Media don't play that. Koch Media is gangsters. They get it in, dude. Oh. I, I love people from Deep Silver. I met I met some of them during E3. They're very cool. And I, I love their accents. They make me they make me laugh in a good way, not not making fun of kind of laugh, but like these do very very eloquent and raunchy at the same time. <laughs> um, speaking of Deep Silver, because we know we all know that um, it was sold. Well, this the franchise was kind of sold over to them after THQ yes. kind of went down the drain, which is a shame. So what? Yeah. Which? Um, how did you feel about that when you heard 
that THQ was going bust. What, what do you think? Do you think, oh my god, uh, Saints Row, what's happening here? You want uh, it, it was a double-edged sword, man. Well, not double-edged sword. It, it was, it was uh, what do you say? Like I think it was two-pronged. It, uh, it's a phrasing was dual, dual-pronged uh, thought process of, oh my god, the game is in, in the can now. Uh, it's not going to come out. But the one that took over me the most, I started thinking about everybody I had started to get to know at Volition. I really, really like like it was like only like maybe ten seconds about the game. And then it came back a little bit later, me thinking about it. It was like, oh my God, this guy just bought a house. Oh my God, that dude just got his daughter's braces done. Like, you know, I, like, I have a pretty decent communication level with, with some of the people over there. Or like, that guy just went on vacation. This is not great news to come home to. You know what I mean? Like, I was thinking like that. Like, then I was also thinking like, oh, snap, if someone buys them, are they going to hire everybody? Or are some people going to lose their job? Because I knew that Volition was a small kind of operation. It wasn't like a huge, huge studio, uh, I guess like Infinity Ward. But I was like, everybody knows each other. They're, they're company, they have company picnics. These are good people I've met. I met a good 20 people person already from there. I was like, that would be some bullshit if something people don't get to keep their jobs. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so what happened in the end? Did, did anyone get like laid off or? Dude, they hired. Well, basically, they came in and said, "Keep doing what you're doing. What else do you want to do?" Wow. I mean, literally. To me, like, like when I when I when I read the story in the trades and people telling me they were dude, they just came in and was like, "Hey, whatever, dude. Uh, we got you guys now. We love what Saints Row is doing. Uh, how much further do you want to take it? You want to keep it where it is." And, you know, they bounced some ideas off and it came back down to where they were allowed to keep pushing because Saints Row 4 was already, I mean, Saints Row 4 was basically done. If you really think about it, Volition bought, I mean, uh, Deep Silver bought them like in December, I think. Mm. Like, like December, maybe January 2012. And then the game was out by August. The game was already done. We had recorded everything. All we did was record like DLC stuff and, and some additional stuff. But overall, we were done. I think the last thing we did was Opposites Track. I think that I think that was the last uh, big endeavor, like like everything for for, the, for that type of stuff. Was the last stuff that we did. I was very shocked. Uh, Volition, is, I mean, uh, DS, uh, Deep Silver has been very very kind, dude. And especially the, the UK branch has been cool. They allowed me to do a whole big ass promotion with a with a that game shop that's over there with you guys mm. and they, they, they let me do some do a promotion with them and you know like really a lot of times people try to control stuff because like you know not bad mouthing what happened with dead rising 3 but they didn't really utilize us for anything with the game no no going into the public for uh launch launches well, or anything there is no certain anything. certain companies are kind of very strict on these things and i i know like um We'll use an example that many of the listeners may know, like Tecmo Koei, they're the people that make games like Dead or Alive and Dynasty Warriors. Especially yeah. with them, they're a very serious company and they don't, uh, for instance, they don't like um, voice actors signing games. That's one thing. Because like, you know, you went over to, to the UK and you signed games and whatever, but they, they don't like their voice actors signing games unless it's the developer of that game signing the game. 
I don't know why, but it's their policy, and I respect wait, wait. it. Hey, say it again. Wait a minute. So, like, they they literally like put it in your contract, like, hey, you can't sign games, or it's, or it's heavily frowned upon. It's hmm. I'm it, well, no, they let people sign games, but if it's because those games are being sold, for instance, they don't let yeah. that happen. Oh, okay. Because okay. they because they know that people are gonna sign the games and then just sell them. Other people would just sell them on eBay or whatever. Oh, oh. Which is, you know, it's not making money for that company, to be honest. Well, well, he, well, here's the thing. This is what I think. And you tell me what, what you think in the grandy schemes of things. All press is good press unless you're doing stupid stuff that shouldn't be out in public. So if I sign your game and you choose to sell it, you already buy the game? You already bought the game, right? And then I signed it, right? Mm. What is my business to what you do with your game after you purchase it? I got the money already. Well, that's like that's like that's that's, that, that's like buying a girl a drink and then she goes in the bathroom and be like, "Girl, I know damn well you ain't peeing out that scotch. Are you peeing off the scotch that I just bought you? Don't nobody flush the toilet. I bought her that scotch. She gonna she gonna keep that scotch around. You gonna drink it again and gonna get your ass beat. You better drink that damn <laughs> scotch, girl. <laughs> you know, what I'm it would be like it, it would. Yeah, absurd. I, I can. Well, yeah, I can. Yeah, but, but like, like <laughs> I can see what you mean. It's just they they only let like um, in terms of games and stuff like that, they only let um, I believe they let um, like directors of the game and whatever the developers sign it and stuff. It's for certain things, and it's and it's because you know Japanese companies tend to be a lot stricter than uh, you know companies in the U.S. and whatever because. They make so much money yeah. from from you know worldwide. Let's be honest. Yeah. And yeah, so they they tend to be more serious. There are some that are kind of uh, there's some Japanese developers that are kind of crazy, like a uh, Suda Fifty One. That guy, oh my god, like with what he's done with games, it's crazy. Like a uh, Lollipop Chainsaw is an example. Yeah. Wow, yeah. crazy game. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks good in the graphics. Like when I first saw like screenshots of it, but I was like, "Wow, this, this is uh, incredibly violent." Not just that. It's uh, like it's, it's kind of raunchy as well. It's got some sort oh, yeah. of adult oh, humor. Yeah. There's an achievement oh, in the game no, for looking no, up. There, there, there's no su- there's no somewhat adult humor about the game. Oh, it's all grown up. <laughs> oh. it, 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 it's like the first. It's like the first time you play Dead or Alive, and you're like. Wow, she's uh kind of endowed. Whoa, what is she wearing? Okay, are are we fighting and she's in a bikini? What is this volleyball scene? What is going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, so you have played Dead or Alive? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was one of the first games I got for the Xbox. You know, like when I first got the Xbox, uh, I had I had the original Xbox. I had the original one, and then uh, the warranty was up on it almost and it started having a couple malfunctions so i traded it in and got the xbox 360 and like i said i had the problems but i still had the game but what i would do is i would go in and look for like these games or whatever was like on sale like hey buy the buy these two for, for like two for one kind of deals or whatever so i just got cool games where i could just fight because those are the ones i could really make sense out of okay so in terms of dead or alive have you played the new dead or alive game no, I haven't. I've heard things uh, about it, but I haven't played it yet. You should. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. 
Should, should I download the demo? Tell me that. Should I download um, the demo? Well, it depends. What, what console do you have now? Xbox 360. Xbox 360. Um, I'm not sure if they have a demo for the, this game. Oh, man. Unfortunately, but I think you should go and purchase the game. In all honesty, Dead or Alive 5 oh, wow. Ultimate. Um, you know, it's it's more than how it was before. You know, it's it's the graphics have changed since last time you've played it. Probably, I'm guessing you've played Dead or Alive 4. And yeah. um, this game has a lot more. You know what? No, I I I played uh, the last one that I played like you know religiously was Dead or Alive 2. Oh. I I played going three, old school. I played three at a couple of friends' houses. You got to think about it. The Xbox 360 is like eight years old, right? Yeah, well. So I I had. The Xbox, which to me was the most complete system, like you know, in terms of like an everything system, like you can take it everywhere, you can do everything with it. Like the Xbox 360 is a great system, but it was those two years of the Rings of Death that were like, uh, I'm kind of pissed off, dude. I paid five hundred and this thing is meant up. You know what I mean? That's why even with the new one, I'm like. I think it's a great system. If you've never had one, you should get the Xbox One. Just start off fresh. Start off clean. If you have an Xbox 360 and it's working and you financially can afford it, you should get an Xbox One. You should be the ground floor. But if you're a dude like, you know, like like the average Joe and you know, you have your 360, you love your 360, you have a nice amount of games, I think you know, and you're not super rich, I say, you know, wait a year or two, like a year, year and a half, make sure that everything is worked out. No kinks, no problems. Wait and then go get it when it drops like a like hundred dollars. Because everybody's not rich, dude. I try to explain to people, I'm like, you can hate me, you can say I'm the worst person on the planet. You're an actor, you got money. Dude, I got two kids, I got a wife, and I'm living my life, and we got taxes up in, in, in where I'm at. So I have to watch spending a lot of money at times. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, um, I can understand. You know, honestly, like I'm for me, I I I I don't know why you you're just focusing on Xbox One here. I was just like, oh no, I'm a, I'm more of a PS4 guy. But okay. No, cool. I, I, I I love PlayStation, but here, here's the thing. I fell in love with uh with Xbox because of Connect. And the reason is this, I was working on a gig and I was, you know, surfing some sites because I had to wait to get in the booth. And I, what was it called? I forget what, what Connect was originally called. It was, it some was sort of, uh, Project Natal or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, what the, is Project Natal? Ow. Who is this? And, and like, you know, the very first time they, they aired any footage of it, any inkling of what it could be or what it was, it was exciting. Like yes, I know a lot of I know a lot of people got pissed off. They didn't like the way it was working. But for me, I was like, dude, it's weak without the freaking nunchucks. Exciting. Thank you. I don't want to hold nothing. This is gonna be the shit. I'm ready right freaking now. So that was what I went into. Especially my kids would go over to their cousins, they have the weed and everything, and they'd be playing. And they're enjoying themselves and like you know like two of my older like friends well not older friends my friends with older kids had the playstation move and i was like what's up with the disco balls dude i mean literally are we at a rave are we at a rave they'd be like come on dude don't be like that i'm like ah you set yourself up with the glowing balls oh guess what now your daughter has two balls what <laughs> ah yeah i said it fool she got glowing balls uh oh she has blue balls your daughter's <laughs> 
blue ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't do that. And I was like, if I just did that, I can't allow any of my friends that were all like-minded. <laughs> so I was like, well, no, you won't be taking Yeah, I, I can just imagine your friends like, crying right now. Like, you're bullying no. my children. No, no, they were pissed. Like, get out. Get out of my house. I'm like, and before I leave, blue also the girls <laughs> like literally I, I, I told you I'm a goofball but um, I, I wanted a PlayStation 3 and had the money to finally purchase it I was heavily pissed off at the at the way that the price number one the price had come down but they had gotten rid of the dual laser I I still to this day have a problem with the fact of me purchasing a consumer item that is initially pitched as one way and then it shifts you have all the right from a professional standpoint to do whatever you want but in terms of a fandom or a, a person that has had stuff in the past of yours and then you want to switch up it's kind of it's kind of messed up like like we talked about the parents who don't read the esrbs and stuff like that mm. what if i buy this device and my kid has 50 playstation 2 games I buy it because my friend Diane, it worked for her kids because I don't realize that they switched the laser because I'm not a techie. I just buy stuff for my kids because I love my kids. Right. Mm. And then you get home, and your kids like, Mom, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. What's the problem? How bad do you feel on Christmas morning? So I was like, dude, I'm like, is there a way that I can make you get like, you know, get it somebody that, you know, to, to flip a switch? Is there someone, you know, is there a way of buying a way of flipping it and adding a, a, a sensor or something? When I found out that there wasn't, I was like, forget it. At least my Xbox games work. Dude, I have a PlayStation 2 and a PlayStation 1. I'm probably going to end up buying a PlayStation 3 because I like the new, the newer design of it. Uh, like, not the one that slides on top, the one where it just slid in as a disc. Oh, no, that, that's, I see what you mean, because I have the one that slides on top, and, and it is kind yeah. of, it's... It's a lot louder because the the disc is closer to the to the tray. You know what I mean. So it's kind of exposed in that sense. And it's kind of when you opening the disc tray, it's kind of you get that disgusting plasticky sound. Yeah. We've talked about it on the podcast before, and I've actually recorded that sound. And it's just yeah. like, ugh. When I when I saw it, I know what they were going for. It it it, 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 it was like a slingshot back to the original design and something new, all in the same thing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. My, my cup of tea, I thought they really hit the mark when they made that middle one. I thought the middle one, they hit the mark. I thought that thing was sleek. It was a good design. But I, I love the original one, the one that had like um, the very first one. I think it had like 100 something gigs. Like that's the one I wanted to get. I was like that. That was an awesome one for me, and I and like I said, it had that dual the dual laser on it. Well, only so, I think two of them had the the dual laser, the ones that could play the PS2 games. I think that was only the 60 gigabyte and the 80 gigabyte. Oh, the 80, rest, yeah, was, the rest was, of them couldn't. Uh, you're right. Play. You're right. It was 80. It was 80 because they the the big the bigger gigabyte had their Blu-ray in there. You're right. So I wanted the 80, and I mean I went online and like let's say let's say it retailed at. 350 right people were selling it for like 700 i was like oh hell no dude gotta keep that <laughs> so i literally went to like what you, i don't know if they do it uh, over there in the uk but in america we're, we're crazy the day you know right the night of things and we go out and almost kill each other oh, so that we yeah. can get stuff super black, yeah, no, so, black, uh, black friday is yeah, kind of stupid yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I went to a Black Friday thing and, and we had people at three different stores like we were texting each other like, hey, get this for me and I'll get this for you over here. But it was like, if the better price is at Best Buy, you get my Xbox, I'll go to Walmart and get your TV. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, so we worked as teams that night and everybody came up with exactly what they wanted. Now, that's so that quite was strategic cool. actually, but... But there, there is some kind of things about this. There's a whole controversy about uh, um, Black Friday, especially recently this year when, when you know, the Xbox One came out, and um, you hear about people killing other people just so she can get her. There's this mother that killed two people with a oh screwdriver. Just oh my with, God. with a screw with a screwdriver just so she can get her kid an Xbox One. And she she did not regret what she did. That oh my is, God. That's crazy. Like if you think about it, like people die at at uh, Black Friday. Not all the time, the, but that, that, that's that's that that particular thing is horrible. Uh, hmm. like we, we we I think the only thing I've seen for us is people getting trampled and people being pepper sprayed and that in itself is crazy like i literally go to a store out here uh kind of near my house like i can travel like maybe like another 20 minutes to get there i mean people are pleasant hey you need me to grab you one i'll grab you one like i mean literally no one's being a jerk everybody knows why we're there we're trying to get stuff predominantly for our kids or our grandmothers or that one thing for our wife so we can come across as a hero or for our, or for your husband you know what i mean so, uh, but I have seen people go crazy in line, like a couple, like a couple of customers ahead of me. Hey, hey, bitch! I said move it. I, she's getting in front of me. Fuck it! And like you're like, dude, dude, there's kids here. There's kids here. Calm, calm down. You both have the same amount of TVs. You have the same video games. Why are you fighting? Now it's just a matter of five minutes or ten minutes of getting out the store. You've already won. Calm the hell down. Calm down. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's there's a lot of like uh, it's it's pretty much Black Friday is kind of like Mortal Kombat in, in that sense. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's just one big fight. For and... the purge, it's the purge. <laughs> oh, man, twenty four hours to do what you want. Do call the police. That's how it feels. <laughs> That's man. At, at the same time, it kind of feels like the Hunger Games. Yeah, but you know. Oh my god! <laughs> I, can just, I can imagine that. It's just, it's stupid when people take things too far. And I'm like, when I heard about that woman killing two people just to get her kid an Xbox One, and, and the fact that she did not even regret doing it. It's like, it's despicable, dude. It is. It's it's, it's like okay, I understand you love your child, but you know he's he's being a, a spoiled brat. And you love you love your child enough to ruin lives. Exactly. Really? You know, that, that those people really? could those people have their own families and whatever. They yes. were you know, they could be getting their, their kids an Xbox One or something. Exactly. And, and they had to ruin it for them. You know, now there's there's children living without a father or a mother because of this one person. But yeah, it's a shame. And it's it's yeah. it's kinda stupid. And it, it's in all honesty, it makes America look look really bad oh that happened over here yeah you, oh. you guys are the only ones I think that have Black Friday well oh my god because we don't have it over here was it in the south I, <laughs> do you know I don't know where it is but I so it's a, a Manhattan socialite though I, I know it's in Merck wild 
it's in America. America. America, America the beautiful. The beautiful. That, that's the beautiful. That's all. That's, yeah. And, you know, people from, from outside of America are going to think, well, damn, these Americans are stupid. In all honesty, that's what they're going to think, and it's a shame. It's it's one person has to ruin it for everyone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's crazy. It is. Really it, it upset. It upset me when I heard about it, and I was just like, "Wow, people, people, like people these days." I think I think a lot of people just need a freaking hug. I'm not gonna need to make a joke about it any further than that. People just need a hug because uh, it, it's they they go too far with a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, enough about yeah. that because that is it's kind of getting depressing now, and I don't want that to happen. I don't want to yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. Xbox One. But what, what do you think about the PlayStation 4? I think the PlayStation 4 is an excellent device. I think everything about it is strategic. I think the price point was very, uh, what do you call it, opportunistic. Mm. I think Microsoft went first, allowed them to be able to have wiggle room to switch stuff up. The fact that they uh, came up with that, uh, that new thing with PlayStation, uh, what is it, PlayStation, not, not online. It's called something else. PlayStation Plus. So yeah, no, 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 no. Oh? It's, it's PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Online, and they just announced something at CES. Oh, yeah, uh, PlayStation Now, I think. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, whole so streaming thing. It's quite good. Yeah, I, I think I think they, they are bionic. And, and it goes back to this. Dude, it's Sony Walkman, Sony Camcorder, Sony Telephone, Sony Bravia Televisions. They've been doing this a lot longer. They're supposed to be dope. They're supposed to be awesome. Yeah, but at the same yes. time, at the same time, Microsoft are the people that make the Xbox and the Xbox One or whatever, and yeah. they've—I have to admit—they've been integrating a lot of things uh, from you know PC and, and Windows and whatever yeah. into the Xbox One, like the whole design of the Xbox Sony One. Sony makes movies. You hear me? Sony makes movies. Sony makes music. <laughs> it's I, like every, I know, but Microsoft make, Microsoft make like boring Office. Programs. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Microsoft Office uh, 2007 is awesome. I'm gonna stand on that until I die. I, I like and, how you say 2007, yeah. not the most recent one. Yeah. yeah well, hey, I, I, I can't afford the new one. Those guys are out, out pricing me out, man. <laughs> every time, every time I think about spending a hundred dollars on something, I think about I could go land a couple of times and uh well it still works and i'm i'm, I'm literally I, I don't have a like i i do i do voiceovers i do write i'm still an on-camera actor i love designing flares for people uh i love helping out with social media campaigns those are like my little idiosyncrasies that i do in the backdrop uh i like editing stuff but i don't have a nine to five regular job where i need office 2013 i just don't it's like the one i have it works I can download my contacts. It works. Everything blends together. It works. So I'm like, I'm not in a rush to go rock, buy something brand, brand new until I get a new laptop or something like that. Well, then that's what people are, uh, <clears throat> are thinking about in terms of consoles. They're like, well, I got my PlayStation 3. I have my Xbox 360. It works. Why do I have to go for an Xbox One or a PS4 when those consoles don't have many games on them? You know why? Because what I've learned from the from from the gaming community, uh, thank God I, I I've, I've made I've, I've aligned myself with every with the gaming community seriously because I've learned a whole lot. Um, <clears throat> sorry about that. I hit the mic. 
uh, I learned that uh, the servers get turned off after a certain amount of time. Well, that for, is for, for like certain games. Like, so, like, true. if you love online and co-op and all that, that yeah, it's going to die out. It's like right now you can't play co-op in a, if you still have an Xbox. You can't play co-op really. You can play the game as a standalone game and just play with your friends in your house. But co-op has become the greatest in- innovation for video gaming. Period. It is the social media. It, I mean, it is the social experiment that went right. It's almost as addictive as uh, uh, what do you call it, Twitter and Facebook, because it's like I can literally play a guy in Germany and just have fun. I can go, I can play a guy in Prague and talk a gang of shit and go home and go to sleep and not feel bad about it because we just had a lot of fun and we're okay with each other. Cause we were playing combat on this or that game. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's a big deal, but. It, I, I think that you know you, you gotta get it before it's all said and done. Like I've only had my Xbox 360 for two years. My 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 warranty just ran out. It just ran out. You see what I'm saying? Like the only reason I wanted an Xbox Elite was because I was like, it's Elite. You, you what what? You don't know about this, baby? It's Elite. This is the shit. <laughs> you should get you an Elite if, if you was if you was handling your business. You have one. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it was a cop. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> but, but Madden destroyed Madden destroyed my league. <laughs> Literally, I don't oh. care. I'll, I'll say it live in, the, in, in, in true Technicolor stereophonic sound. Madden destroyed my Xbox Elite. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I'm gonna think every time I put it in. It started messing up. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you a story about my Xbox 360. I had a, a pre-owned console, but uh, where I bought it from, games. Uh, they normally refurbish the console, so it's like brand new. Everything inside is new and whatever. It's just the outside case is diff- is is the old kind of case, whatever. So anyway, so I was um, playing it. And it was awesome. We got Saints Row 2. that playing that in, and I don't put my consoles horizontally. I normally keep them vertical. And I don't have a stand for these things. And my sister trips over the wire while Saints Row 2 was playing, and the disc is ruined basically like there's so many scratches on the disc it's unrepairable and I'm like damn it and I, I was just that day was like the worst day of of my Xbox 360 life do you see what oh I mean my God. because yeah. it was just like no Saints Row and then by the time I had to go and buy I couldn't buy a brand new copy of Saints Row because they stopped making brand new copies at that time so I had to buy pre-owned and I'm not a, a fan of buying pre-owned games so it was really yeah. difficult for me, and I was like, "No, I'm not the first one to own this game. Someone else has owned it, and it just—I don't know." <clears throat> but it, it was—it was like so emotional. I just—I couldn't go with it, and but yeah, and even then, my Saints Row, like the the, the the pre-owned one that I bought, still doesn't work, and it's just like, "No, I can't—I can't even enjoy Saints Row." Like every time I start a mission, the game would freeze, and my Xbox would just freeze. And I'm like, no. Oh, that sucks. So all I would be doing now is just free roaming. That's all I can do. It's a that shame. Sucks. But at yeah. least, at least you know, I can enjoy Saints Row 3 and not enjoy Saints Row 4. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how. Well, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry, but I'm not a big fan of Saints Row 4. Whatever. Brother, I, I understand, man. It, it it's equal. It's fully uh, felt by a lot of people. It is, and yeah. it's. There's nothing wrong with the game. I'm just not whole. I'm not into the whole alien thing. Yeah, 
the thing the thing I love that's so weird to me, and and, and, and this is from a, a, a bird's eye view, is that it it really proved the fandom of the game. I I think it was a catalyst for discussion and a, a, a true proof of who of where the line in the sand is because that it it literally feels like it's a 50-50 split. Like some fans, the new fans came in because of the uh, the the, uh, the 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 alien stuff, and then like a lot of older fans were like, "Hey man, what the heck are y'all doing?" And it was like it was beautiful. Because, like it started bridging the gap because everybody started like really like, "Oh, you know what? All right, I'll try it." Ah, it's not my thing. And then people that had never played the old one were able to be like, well, "What's this old one you're talking about?" You know. So it, it was kind of it was kind of cool from that standpoint. But I I I'm sorry for the fans that didn't like it, and I'm sorry that you didn't like it as much. But hopefully they uh, they whatever they do next, so make up it. Oh, well, you know, for me, I normally played Saints Row because the storyline and whatever. It's not it's not just about the the crazy stuff you can do. For me, it's, like I said, it's just about the storyline and, and uh, you know, I, for me, when I have spoiler alert, when Johnny Gat died in, in uh, I forgot which Saints Row game, it was just... Yeah, it was three. It was, I was Saints like, Row. no, I, I couldn't handle it. I was like, no, you know what I mean? Like, when characters die in games like this, it's just, I don't There's know why, connection. yeah, it's like you, you've seen that character progress through their lives and whatever. And you've you've had that bond with them, and I can't. I don't know if 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 a character like Pierce Washington died, I I couldn't handle it. I'd just be like, no, I'm not I'm not playing Saints Row ever again. I can't handle that it. That would that'll be crazy. They're probably going to kill me off in the very first scene of, of the next one. Probably I I could just see it. <laughs> yeah, well, oh. if, what if was the, that? I don't know. Uh, what was that? Maybe maybe it's like ghosts or something or aliens. Yeah, it was, it was, some sort of sound, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Aliens like us right now. <laughs> but yeah, that, that 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 that's crazy. Dang, I'm I'm just kind of scared now because maybe my room is haunted. No, you know what? We were talking about Microsoft and Microsoft owns Skype. <gasps> maybe we're about oh, to... oh my god, this is. You don't say you don't say bad stuff. About yeah. My... Oh, yeah, we, we shouldn't. So, and and, and yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing we're recording from PCs as well. Oh my god, no. Yeah, uh, I'm recording from a Mac. <laughs> oh, okay. So so you're okay. I just have to be careful about what I'm saying here. Yeah, yeah. You better watch out. You better not cry. You want to know why? Because I'm telling you why. Steve, what, what was his name? Uh, Bill so, Gates. I, I like how I like how you're saying you're about to say <laughs> Steve Jobs. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> And he just comes alive again, or like, that was, that, I don't know, that would be kind of cool, but at the same time kind of scary, because he'll be a zombie. Oh, then that's kind of like how the how Santa is in Saint Save Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it all links back to each other. Yes, those dang guys, they can give out everything. <laughs> they think about things, and that's, that's what I love about them. They yeah. think about the wider picture, the bigger picture here. Yeah. Saints Row. If you guys haven't bought Saints Row already, I think you should. You can buy it from the lovely people at Game. We're not being endorsed by Game. I'm just saying that out there. Just, uh, just putting it out there. Uh, you, other retailers are available, but um, you know, if you really want to, if you're in America and you really want to buy it from GameStop, they're fine. We're not big yeah. fans of them, but okay. Mm. <laughs> Do, do you shop at GameStop? Like, honestly. uh, 
I, I do for the fact oh. of the used game section. And I like asking people questions and sometimes stumping them because I'm actually in the game so I can ask some questions that throw them off. And because, you know, they they, they have the, what do you call it? They have the, the, the retail, sorry about that. Ooh, sorry, that was real. I just bailed, sorry. Uh, they have the retail bravado is what I call it. They have enough money to be everywhere. So like, you can always find one. Whereas like, you know, Sometimes you got to go into a mall, or not, not a mall, but you got to go kind of travel a distance to get to like Best Buy or even like a Target. And sometimes even those stores, they have nice collections, but they don't know what you want. The thing about GameStop that helps you is they can search and tell you if there's a store down the street. So wow. that kind of helps. Like, like you know, if you go in, like how you said, like you, you wanted a Saints Row 3rd and you want to like uh, get it so you can play it. Oh, we don't have it in. Let me check. Oh, you know what? Are you, are you down to travel like 15 minutes? All right, here goes the location. I'll have hold it for you. Like that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Uh, whereas, uh, whereas Best Buy kind of like, oh, well, you can order it online. Well, can you help me with that? No, you just do it from your house. I like people to help me when I come into the store because I think that if you work at the store, you're supposed to be helpful. <laughs> that's okay. just me. Silly okay, okay. Like no, that. no, that, it's not silly. Of course, I can understand what you're coming from. Like, you want that customer service, and you yeah. want a, a real human being helping you out here. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just some sort of support team online or whatever. Because yeah. they do no, get no, no, online. Support team. No, what I'm talking about is like the people in the store that act like they're God's gift to you. It's like, dude, you work here. You're supposed to help me. Well, no, I can I can see what you mean. Literally, like, this is your section. <laughs> well, then you know, there's there's um, one thing I really dislike is when there's people working at some sort of retailer, like a gaming retailer, and they don't know what they're talking about. They're just working there for, you know, for the money, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it annoys me, but I can understand where they're coming from because you know it times are tough and people have to work jobs that they don't necessarily want to do or they're not interested in. I can understand that. Uh, you know the country is in a recession and whatever, but yeah. it, it it just you know it ma it makes me think can't can't these companies train them? Yes, at least a bit, you know, and that's what I like about uh, stores like Game. That it, you know yeah. you you can actually go and talk to someone and have a conversation about games like mm -hmm. while they're working, like they're supposed to be helping someone else, and you'd be like, no, no, come and talk to me. Let's talk about Saints Row, or or let's yeah, or recommend me something. That, that's how it. It's that it's that human interaction. Yeah, and, and that and that's awesome. Like you know, I, I don't know a lot about game, but like from what I've read online and when and when I like I started following them, they were just very very. They seemed very intelligent and in tune. And that's what I also like about my, my friends over at that game shop. Like they they know and they really love and they really want to do more for gamers. It, it's just a shame that like as we talked about in the grandiose scheme of things. How like these big big box stores? They just don't know. They don't really care. Or they say that we're we're a cop in video game store, and it's like some guy that literally he doesn't even know the title you're talking about, and he doesn't even have the balls to go online and look. You know what I? You know what I like? Mm. I like a person that's, I, that says clearly, "I don't know. Let me take a look." You know what you just did? You impressed me. You give a damn about me enough to take the time to go figure it out, as opposed. To, oh, I don't know. Like, come on, dude. That's what a five-year-old does. My six-year-old son says he doesn't know. You know what? I have to believe him because he doesn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, I have to give him the benefit. 
out pieces. Maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> but it's like you're you're grown up. Come on, help me out, dude. Let's get this together. Let's make some. Let, let, let me let me help me so I can pay you some money, and then you'll get paid for me buying that from you. It's it's a circle of life. The circle of life. You know, but I don't care. <laughs> no, I see what you mean. It's like, um, and in particular with that game shop, I've, I've always had some good experiences with them. Like, you know, even though I, I can't personally go all, all the way to north of England to, to, to go yeah. to their store and whatever, but even online, even online, you know, I can, you know, I can, I can speak to Carl and, yeah. you know, we can sort something out. We can be like, hey, Carl, I want to pre-order this game, for instance. Yeah. And I pre-ordered a game one day before it was released, and I got the game on the day of release, in the morning. Yeah, they, That's they crazy. They mean it. Yeah, they it's really like... care, they, they care about their customers, and that, I think that is what impressed me the most about the caliber of person that that he is. And the same thing from I, I've heard, like I said, I heard good things about about game. I, I they, they they give a damn about you guys as yeah, opposed to most people. You know what I'm saying? Because some people are like they they really about money and just kind of trying to become the new Amazon but like when you got people that really like they're in touch with their fans that's a big deal to me and and, and that that's impressive to me because it shows that you are an actual businessman not just an opportunist in this uh technological age mm. and then there's another thing even the expo I went today it's a, such a small expo but but game went out of their way to go to that expo and actually sponsor it and sponsor the tournaments there and and provide prizes you know I, oh, I don't. Wow. Think, I don't think a, a, a like a, a company like Amazon or or whatever, like a, yeah. a, a major corporation like let's say Microsoft or whatever, uh, mm -hmm. would provide such things. Like I know, Game is is the biggest gaming retailer in the UK, mm -hmm. but they don't really need to do that. Like, what what benefit is it for them? And there really isn't much benefit for for doing something like that. But they do it because they care about their community. And because they want to see gaming grow in, in, yes. in the UK. Yes. Which is and, a lovely and, thing. And also, from the standpoint of, uh, a, a, like, what do you call it? Like, a, a little love a little love song to to the fans. Like, thank you for making us who we are. And we, we see it. We appreciate it. Mm. Of course. That's, that's a lovely thing to see. And um, speaking about that game shop, um, you guys who are listening... Um, unfortunately, you can't, uh, you know, pre-order or, or buy anything from their website at the moment because they are not in operation, which is a shame. But you, I think you can still go in store and buy games and whatever, and their Amazon yeah. page is still open. Yeah. So you can buy games from there, but you can't necessarily go to their website and purchase games from there, which is a shame. But yeah, I think they're they're it, opening. It'll be, back, it'll be back up. It'll be back up. They it'll be back up. We don't know when. That's the yeah. thing. We're not given a uh, proper date on that because there is they they've done a new company, which yeah. uh, we're we're allowed to uh, talk about actually, because um, he announced it. It's uh, a company about like uh, esports and whatever, and they, they provide like accessories and and stuff regarding esports. So like esports for Call of Duty, Halo. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think League of Legends is in included in that, but they like fighting games and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, the cat again. <laughs> it's the kitty. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. I know, right? They, and I'm, I'm very proud for the, I'm very proud for whatever they're doing. 
uh, they, they really treated me well. They treated me well with the Saints Row 4 promotion. And, you know, you spend, you know, hours or weeks dealing with people, almost a couple of months, and it's like you get to learn or at least gauge the, the, the quality, the caliber of person that you're dealing with. And I'm, I'm very excited for all all their new endeavors, any, anything else that they're doing, because I can tell that they really do care about the electronic, you know, electronic gaming. Yeah, of so course. Yeah, of course. And I was kind of surprised when when they said that you were you were gonna come over, because I was like, oh my god, PS Washington, yeah. Um, and you know that not many companies, like I said, do that thing, and they they not many of them bring voice actors from the US all the way to the UK because it is. An expensive thing to do. Let's be yeah. honest. To, to to bring you over the flight is expensive. Accommodation, blah blah blah. So, you know, it shows that, as you said, they they care about the community enough to spend money on bringing you over. It's crazy. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, um, I think uh, we can wrap this episode up here. What do you think? I think we can, but also, if we want to keep the party going, we can, either way. But uh, before we uh, exit, I do want to let everybody in the UK know I'm very thankful that they even give a damn about the Saints. It means a lot, because I know we kind of took a lot of stabs at Matt Miller in Part 3, but it was all in good, clean fun, and now Matt Miller was with a spoiler in uh, Part 4. Uh, that's how it all comes together, and uh, that we, the Saints, really, really, really collectively love all of our fans. We really think that this game has helped us blossom, and we're we're, we're proud of it. And I know, uh, for me, just as a reef kitchen, I'm I'm excited because it's the freaking UK. This is a big, this is a big deal for me, man. Uh, I'm a kid from Koreatown, Cal- in, in, in Los Angeles, California, and I didn't think I'd ever be able to communicate. With people overseas that maybe through me a film or something like that and maybe i'd be lucky enough to have a song come out or something like that but i've been able to really uh touch a lot of fans because of social media and just because the uk freaking cares about video games that really 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 are impassioned with it uh i can say flat out the very first person to ever tell me about max anarchy or anarchy reigns as it's called in this was somebody from the UK giving me props, and uh, I, I'm I'm incredibly indebted forever, basically. Mm. Yeah, the UK is awesome, I have to say. Yes, yes. Um, I'm not I'm not trying to be like one of those patriotic people, America. But you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> you can't really say that with the UK. It doesn't work the same. I know, I know, but but you can say <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> I know I, that's terribly American of me. <laughs> but, well, you know, <laughs> Americans have this kind of preconception about the people from the UK, and I, I, I do admit we we think we have these kind of preconceptions about Americans yeah. as well. Um, you, you know, have to blame you have to blame Benny Hill and Monty Python for that. Uh. <laughs> you have to blame them, which was which was a great ushering of a new uh, age of entertainment for us as Americans. <laughs> And, it, and it, it at least gave us a, a somewhat, and Doctor Who, of course, of course, Doctor Who, the uh, the OG ones. I used to watch the OG ones from the eighties, so oh. I was like, they they it, it, wow. it gave us our our thought process. But of, of course, you have the news, and you, you meet people like you, and you meet people like that, and shopping people like, Aim, 
and you, you get to see real people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that are not like that all the time. So it's incredibly impressive. But I do want to, I do want your listeners to uh, go online and, you know, maybe follow me and uh, check out the VIP Hideaway because that's a show that I host out in Atlanta where I interview artists and uh, new talent and stuff like that uh, every week. And we're in a couple of markets in the States and uh, we got some stuff that goes on online. So I'm the second season host and we're about to launch that stuff soon. Awesome. Um, yeah. Is this show only specifically within America or... Yeah, except for like online, everybody can see it, but it's only airing in America. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a shame. Well, if, if everyone can view it online, that, then there is really not 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 much problem actually, because you know, yeah, most people have the internet. Yeah, that's but, the greatest thing, isn't it? That, that's the coolest yeah, thing. Yeah, no. podcast because of the internet, we get everything because of the oh. internet. So the internet brings God, us to, together as a community, which that's something I love. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, thank you for being on. It's been a great honor. Hey, no as problem, I man. Said. And yeah, hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I won't tell you who's going to be on the next episode, but uh, let's just say they are awesome. Maybe not as awesome as Arif, but still awesome nevertheless. So yeah, any last words? Uh, uh, hey man, Bish is on a mission and he's always bringing the real shit. Keep your station locked. Keep the podcast locked, y'all. That's it. I'm just excited. I'm happy to be here. Arif S. Kitchen everywhere. You can find me any and everywhere at Arif S. Kitchen. Yeah, you heard Arif. Do it now. <laughs> Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Goodbye. Bye. Be sure to check out the Get a Life podcast on iTunes for your Japanese gaming fix and hot chicks. Just kidding. No hot chicks. Just fish. Hey, that hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. It just had to be said.